everybody. Before we get started um, with the episode with guest Ian from 13 Pod, which was a lot of fun, um, we wanted to do our Patreon shoutouts and then also um, talk about some cool shit. Uh, so first off in our haints, we have Corey and Lane of New World Witchery, Melissa D, Chris of Pagan Ironworks, Ashley C, Amanda F, Mary, Allison, Aura, Shannon, Lilith, Liz, Amanda of Bellfire Apothecary, Salvo Sea Witch, Lorraine, Erica and Leona of Night Guys Podcast, Jason and Melanie of Spooky Charlotte, Devin, Katie, Bex, and Joanna. And on the poltergeist here, we have Rachel the Pickety Witch, Temple, Luna, Heather, Joanne, Avael, Jessica, Zach, Tiffany, Stephen, The Church Grim, Stephanie, Emily, Jen, Wednesday, Mina, Ashley of Cryptid Coven Creations, and Katrina of Resilience Wellness and Therapy. And then Bailey and Britt. Uh, so what we really wanted to talk about, um, before we get started and after the shout outs, because we didn't make our guests listen to us ramble, uh, trying to figure out what we're talking about, but our merch. Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't seen, cause some people might listen that don't follow us on Instagram, you should, but we have merch now. And it's real cute. Yeah. We have shirts, tank tops, hoodies, cups, no, not cups, mugs. Mugs. Uh, totes. Yes. Bitches love totes. And so useful for the farmer's market. Yeah, and they come in different, like the shirts come in different colors, like uh, black. Uh, Other black? Yes, lighter black or gray. <laughs> uh, purple, um, olive, some different colors. There's some that we did not include because we don't want people walking around in a bright red hex file shirt. Because red is gross. Yeah, we can't do it. But, um, you can find that we have two shops. We have a Teespring, uh, which has the totes and mugs on it, because uh, we didn't like the Threadless shops ones. But we also have a Threadless shop, which has better apparel, not quality-wise, because both quality is really good, it seems like. Um, but I like their color options more uh, on Threadless. They have more of the purples and heathered colors and stuff. So check those out. The link is in the bio of our Instagram or Twitter. Um and we'll put a link in this episode so you can find it. But um, Or just search us on those. I think it shows up. But not only that, we also have pins now. Yeah. Um, the pins are not on there. The pins right now we don't have a site for. So you'll have to DM us. You can email us at hexfilespod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at hexfilespod. Or follow us on Instagram at hexfilespod. Or on uh, TikTok at hexfilespod. We just can't message on there. Um, <laughs> But they're cool. They're like an inch and a half. They're um, soft enamel, so they've, you know, they're like got the metal frame and stuff, but they glow in the dark. They're our logo, which had to be tweaked a little bit, but um, you'll get the idea. And I think the UFO, all the good stuff glows, and our name glows. They're really detailed and really cool for the size. Yeah, there was a lot of work that went into making those. Yeah, so if you want one, they're only 13 bucks right now, plus yeah. shipping. And... To uh, celebrate our pins, we have a very limited amount that we're going to do with free stickers. Ah, uh, yes. And that's like a $4 value or $5. Depends on the sticker. Absolutely free. Yeah. Call now. <laughs> and um, But no, we're really excited about the pins. This is a very small, we sold a few. This is a very small run of them to see how they do. 
So if you want a pin, you should probably jump on them now. And uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get more made in the future, but it's a little bit of a turnaround yeah. time on those. So, Lots um, of hands on those. Yeah. So, and then they didn't come out right the first time. Uh, there was a mix up with the colors and what's supposed to glow and what's not. Those might, we have those, we might sell for a discounted price down the road. But right now we're going to sell the really nice, cool ones. That we're proud of. That we're proud of, yeah. And you should be proud of. Yeah. So there's pictures of them on our Instagram page you can go look at. So you know what we're talking about. But you should buy them. Yeah, or two. Yeah, and help fund um, this and our adventures. Yeah. So with that being said, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. I'm Josh. And I'm Tamara. And this is uh, Hex Files. And we're joined today by Ian of 13, which is a, a horror podcast. Um, and uh, welcome, Ian. We're glad to have you, finally. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, so can you tell our listeners, if they don't know about your show, like kind of what um, the best way you guys describe it? Yeah, we are. Um, we describe it as a horror fiction podcast, although a lot of it's more suspense, spooky, eerie. We don't do a lot of outright jump scares or or stuff like that. It's really atmospheric, slow burn, feature link stories. They're fully produced with music behind them, sound design. It's kind of like movies for your ears. That yeah. is an amazing description because that's exactly what I would say. Oh, cool. Yeah, we listened to, um, what was the one we were listening to today? The Long Weekend? Yes. Uh, and we were like, oh, yeah. We were feeling attacked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the gin. I may or may not have gone to buy gin. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. After your appointment, you bought some gin. Yes. Um, but yeah, we, I was like, oh, wow, this is, there's a lot of production that goes into this. There's sound effects, there's music, there's a whole vibe. Um, it's very layered it's like um it's a real treat you can it builds an environment I think that's a really cool episode to come in on too because it's a first it's it's the first one that was written by our music guy Caleb and it was the first one directed by Liz who is our sound design person so you can really hear the sound people taking over in that one and really taking it in some cool directions they really do flex for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is our time to shine. Um, so uh, you, it, it releases what, the 13th of every month? Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's uh, 13, we release on the 13th of the month, um, unless the 13th falls on a weekend because we found out that no one listens on weekends, interestingly. Yeah. So um, we wanted to to drop the episodes when it was convenient for people to hear them. So if it's on the 13th, if the 13th is a Saturday or Sunday, we drop it on Monday. Um, so, uh, but yeah, most of the time it's on the 13th. Yeah. When you look at um, the podcast, like suggestions and analytics, um, weekends are not good. Um, Mondays are good. We're still trying to play around with my other podcast. Cursed releases on Fridays and we were trying that we were juggling with Tuesdays that didn't seem Wednesdays. And then we released, we had to release late due to family being in town. Mm. And we released it on Thursday and we're like, actually that had some good numbers. So we're now we're going to play around with release <laughs> on Thursday. I think our people, that, 
I think people that listen to us are like are used to it by now, but I don't know if we could get the Monday going. Like, that's kind of yeah, a hard Tuesdays thing. and Wednesdays are all saturated because Wondery drops everything on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So everyone gets yeah. bombarded with their Wondery podcasts. And yeah. Fun fact, the first episode of Curse released on the 13th. Friday the 13th. Did it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then ours released our first solo because uh, this show started as a bonus in between the bi-weekly Cursed episodes as a little okay. short, like get drunk, read articles. And um we uh, haven't recorded in a minute, it feels like, because we had gotten caught up a little bit. And then we had so many guests that we were like scheduling them out. So now it's like, oh shit, like we finally got kind of caught up. And then family came into town and we had to take a little break because they extended their stays and they were important people to see. So, um, but yeah, we um, started on the 13th too. I think the same, like September... The 13th maybe wasn't a Friday for us, but it was for Curse. Okay. Um, so yeah, we 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 respect the 13th day of the yes. month. <laughs> nice. We thought we we try and do something special when it's a Friday the 13th. And fun fact, for whatever reason, we were certain that September was a Friday the 13th for months, and it wasn't. Oh no. So we had a big two-part episode planned, and then like someone looked at a calendar like two weeks beforehand after it's already off to music and and we don't have time for a backup episode and we were like well shit um so <laughs> we, we we dropped our big special friday the 13th episode on just a normal normal a, a nor- normal non unlucky day i think that yeah. friday the 13th is really what you make it though it's like christmas it's made up i think yeah. you're right the friday the 13th is always in your heart yes yeah so you've got you guys been around i mean you've got a pretty big crew right um you've got a not just like us who you show up drunk all the time and then i'm the one editing to life yeah (laughs) we've got a good sized crew we we started we did a we did a show before this called olive hill and um it's a short seven episode um serial and uh our our team i guess really developed in that show i met brooke who is um there's four of us that make up the core i guess group but then we've got a music person we've got a visual person we've got um um a few other people that work with us too and um um forgot, oh yeah me and brooke met like six or seven years ago on a different project. And then we started Olive Hill. We brought in Liz and Bridget, who are the other two of the, the core four group of us. And um, yeah, that's what carried on to, to 13. Your production, <clears throat> your production value is amazing. I can tell that a lot of people really put their worth into it. Unlike yeah, us. Yeah, it's, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's, especially if it's if it's your first try I think you get to you get to play around with different things and and learn different stuff we got to do that with Olive Hill um the production value of Olive Hill is good but it's not what 13 is because we we can listen back to that story and we can hear a lot of things that if we could go back and you know knowing what you know now you can do it better um back then we we tortured Liz with massive hours long 
files because we thought it was best to keep everything just in case. And um, she she relieved us of that idea really quickly. Oh, she um, hated you is what you mean. She hated you. That. She hated you for that. <laughs> she hated. So yeah, it, like, even even today though, you know, as as good as thirteen sounds, like really, Liz is our. We hand Liz a bag of shit, and she makes it come, makes it sound great. Um, she she does whatever she does with it. Um, she's kind of magical. Oh, but um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 cool to, it's cool to have a first project to really play around with and and hone your sound, I guess. Yeah, um, I would. I've never. I'm not even familiar with Olive Hill. It's something we'll have to check out. Oh, it's good. It's, it's much. It's 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 much more obscure than than even Thirteen. Thirteen is kind of obscure, but Olive Hill is very deep in the uh, podcast algorithm. I can't even say that I was, I've listened to podcasts, but I usually stick to like the witchcraft ones or um, kind of like the true crime, but I never listened to like horror fiction and old gods kind of changed that. Um, and, I, and I'm a huge horror fan. I just never got into the podcast uh, side of that. And which I don't know, I think that's how we connected is we had old gods on and they were sharing us and stuff. And um, I think that was like, hey, if you guys want to ever do something or check us out. And uh, yeah, it's a whole new world to me that Old Gods kind of did that I wasn't familiar with. Uh, I knew it existed, but, you know, sometimes, I, I mean, everybody was like, oh, you should listen to Night Vale and all this stuff. And I never, never jumped in. But um, yeah, I, I like the, um, I want to say we're we're really big into lore. And I know that's not yeah. fiction, but kind of the like the same kind of feel because they have yes. so much production put into it and, and um, a great, he's a great storyteller you know yeah. so like even yeah, though it's absolutely. not fiction it feels like you're immersed in a really cool story you know yeah now you you guys have and I'm just going to keep saying you guys for the team but um, four, four. It, it you <laughs> have different writers uh, how do you go about kind of do you assign things or does somebody have a good story and they work on they're like oh me next um like when you when you come up with your episodes and stuff yeah it's more the um more the latter i guess i i did most of the writing especially early on mostly because i just had a big backlog of stories yeah um that uh were either mostly formed or or or, or in some sense ready to go but um Bridget has written for us um Brooke has a couple of episodes she's working on and um uh yeah the the long weekend most recent one that we aired was uh our sound guy actually and we take submissions too we've got um we're taking a break from writing and and uh the writing is the longest part um mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we're taking a break from that and working on yet another project um, and yeah. letting our submissions kind of uh, take over for, for a few months while we pour into that one. And then we're going to pull back out of that and, and get a lot more 13 done before we dive back into it again and kind of do it in spurts. But um, yeah, we, we, it comes from a lot of different places. 
what you were saying you had another project that you were working on or just like another yeah it's a it's another um it's another podcast project i can't really talk about it unfortunately oh yeah of course um, oh my god but, we don't have um, a security clearance to hear about that <laughs> i mean it's just us right nobody's listening right it's just us right. yeah yeah, just, just I talking. can almost promise you that nobody is listening. <laughs> um, one day, no. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's nice because I guess obviously there's a um, with a fan base. There's a like we found that people obviously the witchcraft community likes paranormal shit and likes horror shit and likes all this. So um, we actually when I started this uh, side project as bonus stories it was literally just like i want to read witchcraft news or i want to read like interesting news and then it turned to like what if we got drunk and read like stupid cryptid supernatural articles and then it turned into like let's talk about the actual things we investigate so it, it feels like with hex files we've gotten into this weird spot where it's like our last episode with loring was very similar to how we started out just being drunk and talking shit about like these people um like post malone being at skinwalker ranch we're like what the hell <laughs> but then like the episode before that is like a two part of us going to search for bigfoot so i don't know we're we're kind of like in that stretch of our we don't have another investigation till july and till then we're like oh we'll fill it with we've got guests to to get to um basically we're grown-ups and we can do whatever we want right. so there yeah but the the that, whole point I'm, of that was I'm jealous this sounds awesome. <laughs> but the whole point of that was to circle around to like we didn't realize how many like fans carried over and how many um kind of follow fall in that genre of like you know old gods and um lore and listening to i mean lore you you know everybody listens to lore i feel like um but it's 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 funny because it's like even though you're in your own little like niche of like horror fiction and then you've got the witchcraft and like paranormal investigation like there's so much crossover um it's community and in these times i think that's really heartwarming that there is a community there even if you can't feel or see them they're there true and we're also talking about people from appalachia which i believe you guys you said you were out of kentucky we had, we were Appalachian adjacent. Yeah, we're in Lexington. Um, we are right now, but <laughs> I mean, so, for real though, Appalachian adjacent. You don't sound Southern at all. I know it's so <laughs> weird. I've I've sounded like this my entire life, but how? Um, I have no idea. Um, I know some people like try to lose their accents. That's not what I did. I had a, I had a teacher in school that thought I was from like Ohio, um, which I don't think I sound like I'm from Ohio either. I don't know what she was talking about, but, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't sound like I'm from rural Kentucky. I'm not from Lexington. I'm from um, a town about 30 minutes east of here. Yeah, you're, and I, yeah, you're rural North Carolina and you North sound Carolina. like it. Yes, I do. Um and I tried to lose my accent for a long time too. And it just became really weird. And I'm just embracing it now. Right. Bridget is from Whitesburg, Kentucky, right on the river between Virginia and where where Steve and Cam are from from Old Gods. 
um, they're one county over from where Bridget's from. And she sounds a lot like you, Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, you do like but, their bourbon. Yeah, it, <laughs> it probably just has worked its way into my genetic code at this point. I'm drinking Woodford right now, if that, yes. uh, if that helps. Yeah. Yeah, we're drinking, well, we did make French 75s because- um, We're I, French. <laughs> no. Nice. Classic Appalachian drink, but um, <laughs> it was just the Prosecco and then it turned into gin and now it's a whole thing, but- um, And it's your fault, sir. Yeah, the long weekend we started listening to earlier today and all this gin talk, we're like, who, what? <laughs> I was feeling very attacked through the intro of that yeah you'll have to um uh i forget his name what did you say his name was? i can i can get caleb on the phone if we need caleb. to talk it out i was thinking uh <laughs> i don't know what i was gonna say but i was like yeah like whatever he was pulling from that <laughs> it's the same strings i'm made out of oh chain <laughs> you say um trouble sleeping uh <laughs> overly yeah. productive during the day and a secret alcoholic at night well, you know, like so, horror has like they're they're they tropes, but they're tropes for a reason, right? And yeah. one of them is, you know, there's a secret. There's someone who isn't quite who they think they are. It's not always, you know, malicious. It's, you know, maybe there's a little bit of an alcohol problem that you mask during the day. Um, there's that insomnia, right? It gives you that opportunity for like eerie, um, kind of blue light of the moon through the window kind of scenes and um um i don't know it's all there for a reason i think um but no you're yeah you're picking up on it you're like you're built for this <laughs> <laughs> so when he wrote something about like i hate to go to sleep because when i go to sleep i know that the part of me that my day has taken i won't get back mm. Yeah, I was like, oh, my guts, deep <laughs> in my guts. Okay. Can I say too, like, that's one thing that I think if I can kind of like toot our own horn a little bit, I think that's mm-hmm. something that we do. There are a lot of podcasts that are scarier than us, right? Um, but something I think that we do really well is that you walk away from one of our episodes and you feel every emotion. Um you know, you, you feel uh, um, a little scared, maybe a little anxious throughout the thing, but you're probably also going to feel nostalgic. You're going to feel melancholy. You're going to have some heartwarming moments in there. Like we really try and make it a full rounded story. Which, I mean, as somebody who's watched horror their entire life um, from Halloween and all the 80s slasher films to uh, reading Stephen King to doing all this shit um, like there's I mean there's easy scares there's creepy but when you get to a certain point like the unsettling and like the psychological and it's not just that like oh that surface level like psychological but those little tiny like nods to things I think we talked about it with old gods like one of my favorite stories by Stephen King is Pet Cemetery because Nothing really scary happens. It's all like that psychological feeling and anxiety that you build the whole time of like, I would totally do that. I know I would do that. And I would like, I know it would go bad, but I would still do it. And it's like, mm-hmm. 
that mental shit that just picks away at you is scarier. And I think old gods have those like episodes that do that. Um, oh man, they, they I, I can't say enough. <laughs> something happens in my soul when that music drops at the end of an old gods right. episode. Oh, those like yes. little bow. And that's not, to, yeah, right. And that's oh not to like, take away from your thing, but like the idea of horror in like, yeah, I can read a creepypasta all day long and it, it's like, oh man, that was crazy, but it doesn't stick with me. But, you know, you build something and it, and it sticks with you because you do tug at those little uh, mental and psychological and emotional strings um, that people relate to. And it's like, oh shit. Well, the scariest and you're thing sucked you'll in. ever face is yourself. Who told you that? <laughs> Myself. Yes. Something that someone someone wrote into us, and I think that I'm, I'm just now putting this together now, but maybe the reason that works so well is because something will happen in your life. The 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 worst kept secret for for writers is that whatever you're feeling isn't special, right? Um, if you're feeling something, millions and millions of other people are also feeling that thing, and you have to find those people, and that's your audience. Um, but you're not doing anything unique. So people have written us and been like, oh man, I did this thing. And it reminded me of that exact scene in that episode. And I think that might be why some of it's so powerful because it is just kind of down to earth. It's not fantastical. Yeah, it's not crazy like, oh, there's a um, burned up person chasing you in your nightmares. Like, which is which can be can be cool, right? Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, but but yeah, that's that's not what we do. And and I think that's what what Stephen can do so well too. Like even though they set their stuff in the dis not that distant past, but outside of our lifetimes, um, it's still like there's longing, there's lost love, there's you know wanting to become something better. Like all that stuff is in there, and you really you really relate to it. And the thing that we get so d disconnected from is like the struggle of man and nature. We think that we have that so conquered and so mastered, but it's never actually gone. That's, that's Appalachian horror right there. <laughs> that is, that is, that's some good stuff. Now, for people who have just turned on to your uh, podcast in a very recent or a very short time period, um, we've not gotten through much of it, but are there a lot of stories that pull from Appalachia and kind of, which... I, by honorary like the south kind of mentality is like does that make sense because i know kentucky yeah is kind of the south but it depends but like it depends on who you ask and where kentucky you are in the state yeah. it is its own shit but like when you talk about stacked up to the rest of the country like like what is there a part of kentucky and this is getting to a whole other thing like is there a part that like i mean you're not midwestern vibe you're not northern vibe like I mean, but Appalachia is its own thing, South or not, like, yeah. mm -hmm. but then there are very different sides of Appalachia. I mean, the Appalachian Trail goes a far, far piece, but yeah. it's very different when you get closer to the Pittsburgh southern. is Appalachian. And so is like, you know, tiny haulers, you know, like all that stuff is Appalachia. Right. Oh, you said tiny haulers. I heard it a little bit there when you said it. <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah. I heard right. it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I mean, we just, you know, it's kind of, I, my family's from, my grandmother's side is from Ohio and my grandfather's side is from California, but 
my mom and all that's from California and Oregon. And then they moved here. So I was born in um, the foothills and grew up all around here and raised by people that didn't have accents. And I tried not to pick that up because I broke him to me. <laughs> to me, it was like, okay, this is not my family doesn't sound like this. I don't want to sound like this. And, you know, part of that is the the issue with Appalachia that we talked about where, you know, it's it's looked down upon on purpose. I mean, it, it's a it's a long standing history of mm-hmm. being the butt of a joke and all that with rednecks and hillbillies and all this. A lot of people had a lot of money to make off of making us feel like we weren't good. Yeah. And they yeah. still make that money. Yeah. And they get elected president because of it. Um but, you know, it's it's like within the recent years, you start to think like, you know what, fuck that. And it's kind of nice, like we, we've talked about before, seeing this resurgence of kind of focus and attention on Appalachia from outside of Appalachia and people taking pride in it. Um, and there's a lot of, um, there, it is the Bible Belt down here too. <laughs> and so there's a lot of like the religious stuff and um trying to break through that and and then you have somewhere where right now we live in charlotte so we're appalachia adjacent 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 yes but um you know i think we're going back tomorrow so um somewhere close enough yes ma'am with those (laughs) hit my feet but um yeah so what um that's one thing we had talked about before having you on is that that feeling that you get here and how it might inspire kind of like your stories of um horror or like what you what you put into your show and I guess we kind of touched on it with the emotional and kind of like the tug of the things that freak people out because they're so personal Mm -hmm. yeah we um so the, the stories that we write um are all mostly take place in Kentucky not by you know we're not trying to be like big Kentucky boosters or or you know do like the whole Stephen King with Maine thing it's just where we know you know right um and there's a lot of the state you know like like you all touched on um the northern counties are basically Cincinnati suburbs Louisville is its own thing. Lexington is its own thing. And then you've got Appalachia out east and you've got like Western Kentucky, which is very Midwestern. Um, And then Southern, South Central Kentucky. Yeah. And then you've got like South Central Kentucky, which feels, uh, that's that's where it feels Southern, you know? So there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different settings that, and we're all from different parts of the state too. That, that kind of, plays into it too i'm from right here around lexington central kentucky liz is more southern kentucky bridget is um as far east as you can get in kentucky and brooke is from far western kentucky so we draw on a lot of it but we do a lot in louisville just because louisville is uh um it's a bigger older city you know so there's like lots of cool settings haunted type vibes there um we do a lot in just unnamed rural or small townish Kentucky and we do a lot of uh uh Appalachian we we have a couple of stories that are 
set in the mountains and then a couple others where it's people who have left the mountains um, as your main character. And there's that sort of um, push and pull uh, vibe going on uh, within that character, you know? Um, yeah, did, did I ramble there or did I get- Stop you? looking at me and talking about me without saying my name, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how you uh, you try to keep it like, and not just because of what you know, but like keep it local and it kind of builds this, um, you know, feeling and it, uh, you know, you guys seem to be doing pretty well. And it's like, you think, well, we're sharing this, like our part of Kentucky and our reality of Kentucky and the stories that, you know, are, are created in our heads. Like you you share it with such a big audience. And I look at like our podcast uh, info and we see people that listen from, Australia or Canada and oh I know isn't that cool yeah and you're like god you're like what do y'all think about when you hear us talk about like the shit like we talk about these backwood haulers and drinking bourbon and all this shit and it's like like are we a case study like what (laughs) (laughs) that's fun I'm ready to represent no I love it I love it that people like are interested and we have a consistent number and it's slowly growing and it's like people are interested in not only what we do, but like most of our investigations happen in Appalachia. Um, We've not even gone outside that scope or had to at this point. Um, And I think our investigation in July is in like Indiana, Ohio border. So we're like, we're going to drive through Kentucky. I know you want to do the bourbon trail. We're going to drink a lot of bourbon on the way. If you you have recommendations, let me know. I do. I have a (laughs) lot. Oh God. So quick pause. Tell me all about that. Side note, tell us about Kentucky bourbon. All right. So my my all my favorite go-to bourbon, and this isn't like because it's the nice, it's just the best like shelf bourbon is bullet, I think. Same. It's just the right bite, good flavor. And it's not uh, that expensive. Yeah. And it's like yeah, the rye, especially. I mean, and it goes a long way. Can't chug it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of um, um, the wild turkey distillery is a great one to stop at because they, you know, they have like the one-on-one and all that stuff, but um, like the classic wild turkey, but they do amazing like infused bourbons. Um, The honey one and um, there's an apple one that are just like, they're dangerous because like it's, it's real bourbon, but it doesn't bite like it. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) You can get carried away quick because you know, it doesn't feel like you're drinking bourbon. We're not going to show um, up to the investigation and they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why isn't Hex Files here? And it's like, they got stopped and they got stuck in Kentucky. Tomorrow's got the shakes. <laughs> Look, if y'all need a crash, you know, one of us can put you up. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Ian, this is your fault. <laughs> I went to the wild turkey place and I'm a wild turkey now. I am a wild turkey. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's a, I don't even remember, you probably know better than I do about what uh, is on the bourbon trail. Um, oh, there's so many. There's like that. That'll be a, um, that'll be an entire oh, separate yeah. trip, of course, but we can't not stop it. At least one of them. We need to investigate them. You know, they're haunted. Yeah. You know, the warehouses are haunted. They got spirits. It's a plenty. Uh, I see what he did. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, we, um, 
you're a bigger bourbon. Well, I mean, I've I drink plenty of bourbon, but um, you've got what's your what's your favorite now? Is it the Woodford or I'm a poor? Yes, I'm aware. Um, but Bullet is my absolute go-to. I like the rye a whole lot. I'm big into rye. I know that's not exactly bourbon, but I'm not a stickler. Yeah. Um, Woodford is an amazing one. That was like my introduction. Um, got some Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is good. Buffalo Trace is good because it's super hard to come by here. Oh, it is? Very hard to come by. Oh, yeah. It's it's like like, specialty here. Yeah. They'll charge a premium for Buffalo Trace here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at (laughs) I, right? Um, (laughs) Stock up, right? like whistle pig um blanton's the big names i guess blanton's is also buffalo trace they oh. make like they make like 10 of them yeah that distillery is massive it's huge what's the one with roses what's the oh four roses oh, four okay. roses yeah i wanted to say that but like i didn't know if that was the right i love i want to like four roses so much like I, I love their bottles. I love the the name. Just sounds sounds awesome, but I don't like it that much. I don't know why. It's hot. It's hot. Like it doesn't. <laughs> it is a little hot. Yeah. yeah. Like it burns more than it like than it should for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The payback uh, isn't equivalent. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's one in Lexington. I don't know. I don't know if it's actually on the trail. It's called Town Branch. It's named after the creek that it's next to, where they get the water, and um, it's it's fantastic. I it's it's not very well known, but I love it. Take it's notes. a little bit more expensive, so I don't get it that often. But first off, those can be the bet. Like our the gin that we found um, here, and the reason we picked it up is like I didn't even know anything about it, but it looks really cool. It's in like a pottery, like like jug. a ceramic vessel. Yeah. And it's like, okay. it's called Sutler's. It's out of Winston-Salem. So maybe two hours from us. And I'm, I'm tasting it. And I'm like, God, there's like, I feel like there's lavender in this. I'm getting notes of that, which, you know, gin's come a long way. Like it, you know, gin used to be like three types and it was either like pine tree or less pine tree. And now Makes <laughs> it's me like, think about those at TikTok. Um, I've got three styles and that's it. A right. homeless man, 12 year old boy and a hooker. <laughs> right. Um, but then they were like, oh yeah, we distill it with lavender and stuff. And it's, you cannot find it everywhere. It's only in a couple. And we're like so close to Winston-Salem and there's such a small operation. And like in our experience, it's those little distilleries that like, it's where it's at. It's the same as breweries. I mean, like there's somebody somewhere putting their whole heart and soul into something. And I feel like you can spend a little bit, I don't, there's nothing wrong with the bigger ones, but you can spend a little bit more time, I guess, with it and I don't know. So it's like art, you know, like just because it's a big name and, an ex- and it's expensive doesn't mean that the quality is any different. So we need to find yeah. this. Um, what Creek? What is it? Uh, Town Branch. Tra- Town, Town Branch. Branch Creek. No. <laughs> I opened for something else too. It's, um, it's called Fresh Bourbon, which is a oxymoron a little bit, but oh. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's the first black owned bourbon ever. Um, distillery opening up here uh in lexington like soon ish i think they're already they're bottling it somewhere 
whenever you start a new distillery, apparently you bottle it somewhere else, like you rent out space hmm. because it has to sit for so long. Right. Um, so they're like doing that right now and, and they're building their distillery like just outside of downtown Lexington. So it's not like most of them are kind of rural, you know, and this one, like there's high rises like right there near you and it's in the middle of everything. So it's going to be pretty cool. That sounds exciting. Yes. Uh, yeah, we want to hit up as many as we can and actually do like a whole trail but it won't be on this trip, but we'll have to go. Yeah. For as um, much as I drink, you would think that I could hit more, but I can't hit that many. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I feel like you would get like, if you did that many at one time, I feel like you would get a burnout a little bit. Yeah. Like palate numbness. Yeah. Kind of like when you do it with breweries, there's Charlotte has, so, I'm, I mean, I'm sure most big cities do, but we have so many and they all have like specialize in IPAs and we love our yeah, adjuncts in North IPA. Carolina. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> one after the other is like, yeah, but then when you find a good one, like, and that's what we talked about with old gods is like burial out of Asheville knows what the fuck they're doing. And they're coming to Charlotte. Yes, and we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, because I mean, even from Asheville, like their shit is expensive to get here in cans. Um, but yeah. So we'll have to do all of that and plan a whole trip. We'll have to go to Hellier. Um, Hellier. It's, it's somewhere along there. We'll find goblins. We'll drink bourbon with them. Um, <laughs> Zero stars, no goblins. Yeah, but five stars because uh, hundreds of bourbons. Yeah. <laughs> Don't rule out the goblins. I mean, like, you never know. Right. So Ian, tell me what's your favorite episode that you've written? Like, what is your piece that you're the most proud of? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. Like, oh the- man, I've got, I've got a couple. So the first one, the first episode is called House in the Highlands. Um, and it's a, uh, oh, you guys will love this. It's a, it's a, a paranormal investigating team um, that have uh, come back to Louisville to investigate this uh um haunted house um and uh um it kind of gets the the narrator has his own like haunted past kind of stuff going on too um i love the story but it was our first one and it was my first time narrating a story and i think i sound like absolute garbage um so it's like the worst narrating but one of my favorite stories so i have mixed feelings about it um well i think your best... voice is amazing oh but it was so yeah like but i was like self-conscious it's my first time at, i'm a, i'm i'm a i'm an introverted person i'm a writer we don't like word you know stuff um <laughs> we don't like stuff and to buy we stuff, don't like people. we don't like things um i know i don't yeah i don't either so <laughs> i like we, my things <laughs> but yeah we were um uh, i was getting acclimated to the microphone it's not my best work um voice wise but I, i'm really proud of that story i love it a lot i think our best episode um for uh um for narration and story combined is the it's a two-parter called the meeting house it's the one that we did in september that we thought was friday the 13th (laughs) um 
it's a it's a seminary student who gets a an internship in a city that is not named but loosely based off of Cincinnati and um, it's an old haunted church um, with uh, uh, lots of spooky um, atmospherics and uh, it's 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 got some it's got some sexy bits in it too it's fun it's a good ride it sounds like that's the gamut of humanness. Right. But what's your mom and them think? No. <laughs> <laughs> My mom doesn't know about the show, actually. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's uh um um we've never had like the conversation about me not being religious anymore. Happy Mother's and Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Um, so, uh, uh, there's a lot of that in the, um, in the show too, a lot of, um, um, religious, uh, drifting, I guess. Well, I think that's a big uh, part of like living in the, in Appalachia and because your roots are so tied to that shit, but mm -hmm. like you've moved, your brain has moved past it. If you yeah, will. Yeah. We get so indoctrinated that sometimes it's hard to break out of that evangelical mindset because those yeah. have been like bred, like engraved into your being your entire life. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to see that that's not the absolute truth. Yeah. And here I you have to like come out too. twice, you know, because it's like, you have to come out like, oh, I'm not Christian. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, also it gets better. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, there's more. Yeah, wait, there's more. You did this to me. <laughs> you stuff with girls. <laughs> it better not be uh, Sally Mae up the street. I knew y'all two were playing too close when <laughs> you were young. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it's hard here. It's hard being... My, I don't know. I'm sure most of my family doesn't even know what the fuck I do. My mom is a Patreon, is a patron, but bless her. Nice. It's because she's like, oh, I like hearing about this stuff. Um, and she knows and other people know. And it's funny because like, um, I don't know that they they listen. And my grandmother's like, oh, you have to tell me about your podcast. It's like, you wouldn't like it. Um, <laughs> it's fine when you go to the casino and you want me to like put some... Um, uh, crown of success oil on your on your money but um do you really want to hear those episodes i don't think so <laughs> but i think they're they're proud ish they think they are that's the plot of the <laughs> witch though nobody loves the witch until they need the witch word or the, yeah. the gays yeah um when you need your fucking living room redone <laughs> or need to learn how to talk to your 27 year old son that's when the gays yes that, that's when but um yeah it's hard because then like with our content I don't always tell people that I like work with I mean you know it's like you kind of like oh my coworkers don't know absolutely not uh, oh my god do we, you mind saying what your day job is um I'm uh I do operations management at a cleaning company nice so yeah but all my coworkers, I love my coworkers, but they're like they're the biggest bros you know oh, you've, no. yeah and like they're, they're really they, they really are they're they really are great like I, I i like working there 
Um, but no, I will never tell them about that show. No. The other day I came back from break and the conversation that my coworkers were having, I swear to God, I could not have scripted this. They said, Tamara, do you have any ghost stories? And Ooh. I felt like I was being set up. I was like, no, no. What is a ghost? I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I need some background information. Who's listening? Is this conversation being recorded? <laughs> I thought I was going to get, I thought they were going to find out because there's a, um, uh, there's a radio show here called Kentucky Sports Radio. And one of the guys on that show mentioned our show. Oh. And uh, I'm certain that all three of my coworkers here in the office um, listen to KSR. And um, when that happened, I was like, well, shit. At least one of them is going to go like find the show and hear my voice on the credits. And you're like, well, yeah. But it didn't, if they did, they haven't told me. So, and maybe they'll think you're like that happened with me at my my newer job was um, like it's obviously the stickers on my car, but it's like <laughs> oh I'll have to check that out, and it's like yeah you do that, and then <laughs> like oh I didn't know that was your show, and of course it was the witchcraft one, the one I'm Ooh. least proud. No, I'm kidding, but the one that's like oh hex files can get away with like. Yeah, but like the other one's like hardcore. It's like, let's talk about the devil. Um, yeah. And why he's your friend. Right, and why you should work with him and why he's sexy. Right. Um, <laughs> but, um, Did he mention me? And it's like, oh yeah, I have was, some friends was, that listen to podcasts. And it's like, yeah, they checked it out. And um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, I listened to a couple episodes and yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. So go ahead and listen to all of those and know more about me than I know about any of all of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's this weird balance of like, you kind of want, you want to talk about it to certain people and other people you're like, Pod podcasts, what's, what's that? Is that not, is that radio? Is that AM? What is that? <laughs> you're wrong. That's not, that wasn't my, that's, that's someone else. I don't know. Right. You mean somebody's doppelganging me? <laughs> She sounds just like me. That is so weird. Yeah. It's kind of stuck up. <laughs> Don't like uh -huh. it. Who believes in ghosts anyway? Really? Um, <laughs> and then these and then these people are like, actually, there was something in my house the other night. Like, and then they're, you know, everybody wants to talk about ghosts and shit till they have one. And then they're like, uh -huh. you say you hunt ghosts? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> No, actually, I never said that. Why did HR come to you? Because <laughs> we're in North Carolina. Like, I don't know that you can get fired for being a paranormal investigator, but yes, you can. Oh, you can get fired yeah. for anything. North Carolina is a will to work state. Oh, 100%. They can fire you at any point. They'll be like, well, we can't say we're firing him for ghosts and, and witches and shit like this, but um, he was at a dress code or something. I don't know. Get rid of him. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> turns out the way that the business is going yeah. yeah yeah and we're both in healthcare so um i mean obviously there's a bunch of weirdos in healthcare but you, well, you can't... have to be weird to be in healthcare <laughs> i mean it's it's less weird than people who want to pray over somebody to, to for them to get better i mean we're... yeah we um we uh what was that one church we went to the chapel of rest chapel of rest in happy yeah. valley yes um and that was like we we're all up in that shit 
and like, oh God. Um, I said, I don't know that I've been in a church in I don't know how long, but there was a lizard in there. Um, <laughs> and there was hornets. So I feel like the devil is in there. I don't know. When you said chapel of brass, I envisioned a tub of spreadable butter. Oh. <laughs> like that's like 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 um um like that land of lake stuff or whatever. Like um and the country crock. Like yeah, yeah, and, and with a chapel of rest, you know, there's a barn on the cover, or not the cover, but the the, the tub, right? Um, in Happy Valley, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's in Happy Valley. It's so weird. You know how when you go to Disney World or Disneyland, I don't know which one it is, and everything is so obvious like it's physically real it's really there in front of you but it's not quite real like there's something just a little bit off about it that's how uh-huh. chapel of rest is like they have nice. a long haunted history it's very much known for their paranormal side and it's this little chapel little white chapel tucked back into a nook of the hills and the doors are unlocked all of the time. There's no real staff. Nobody's there. You can just go whenever you want. There are cameras. But all of anything that's real about that place has been methodically and militantly erased. Well, okay. So there's like, they use it. They rent it out for like occasions, like um, I guess weddings and shit like this. And the- jamborees. The graveyard's very like uh, it's a graveyard, right? When it's a church, or is that a yes? Cemetery? Yeah, when it's beside a. Yes. Um, but then there were like a headstone, like over the side, and for like they've I been don't know. tossed over the rock wall. I think, but we also debunked the preacher hanging himself. We debunked that because we had a listener uh, who found the story. Shout out Heather. Shout out Heather. Um, and yeah, so it, it's fun to go to places like that because, like, I mean some of these roads you drive down like when we looked for um i almost said black shuck it's the uh demon dog um i mean there's just little like valley cruises yeah it's like don't trespass you'll get shot i'm sure there's plenty around uh where you're from like those little yeah oh we've got we've got some great like country churches that are either abandoned and falling down or um um my 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 little town where I'm from has a couple of really old kind of spooky looking ones um, from the outside. I've never been on the inside of them. There was a church, and uh, we ba- I loosely based an episode off of this. There was a church in my hometown that left the doors open all night so anyone can come in and pray. Fools, you know, whatever. To so we used to devil. go and just hang out. We just went in and hung out, right? Like it was a small town. You got a Waffle House and you got parking lots. So when it rained, we would just go to this church, just like go in there and just hang out. And um, um, so we did a story that takes place in a, um, not completely in, but like a big feature of it is a church after hours, you know, at dark when everything is like, just a little eerie, a little spooky um, places that you're used to during the day. Like when you went to like a school play 
and it's dark and and it just felt felt off you know felt wrong yes that's how this whole episode kind of feels it's got that cool vibe yeah we'll have to find um, listen that What's one's called name? dark and familiar it's that's oh. It's, oh i was gonna start that one and then i didn't and we jumped to another one so we'll have to we'll that's have a to that's up. a good one so fun story there's a the, there's a character in there well okay so i'll just tell you about my history a little bit and that'll make a part of that story a, a lot of fun for you um my church was fixated on like the revelation end time stuff back in oh, years too. Jesus. okay yeah like the middle nine i don't know how old you guys are but i'm i'm uh, i was born in 82 so i was like in high school uh in the late 90s yeah and... too. same okay cool 85 and 84 yeah so. okay yeah okay so right there yeah <laughs> so like all those left behind books and everything when they were coming out oh my god um so i was terrified of the end times because they they had us watch all those movies and shit oh my god, you know, where, yeah yeah like where where people are tor- like like straight up torture porn shit you know like um and uh um anyway so there's a uh uh i feel so I, I still feel bad about this to this day but like i finally got the nerve to ask this girl out to homecoming um and i was not a cool kid right so like it was just an excuse to like do it and there was a uh a full moon that night and the full moon came up and it was very red and i was convinced that the end times were happening <laughs> oh my god and I, I, I panicked and like, I got weird. Like I just got quiet and weird and I was not fun to be around. Um, it was like, looking back, I feel, I feel bad about it, but also just like, it's hilarious that I was so scared of something so But silly. it's also like brainwashing because yeah. I remember left behind shit and like, you would be so scared and it's like, then you get did older. Did you have a rapture plan? Did you have like? Oh my god! You, well, it's basically, if you got left behind, like you're fucked. So like, you better remember these books. Um, right, right. And it's like, and then you get older, and you're like, oh my god! Like, of course I believe that shit. I was a teenager, and you've talked to me about this my whole life. But then I kind of grew up and was like, oh yeah, this shit's stupid. But we all yeah. still think that. Like, that's what blows my mind now. Is I'm like wait, y'all still on this train? Like, y'all still think this shit is really happening? Even though you came from a more, we'll say, quote, unquote, enlightened portion of the population, you still somehow ended up at Christian school. Well, you know, there's a lot of cults in California. Um, But no, yeah. I just got the good old Southern Baptist, like Christians on Sunday, maybe a little bit on Monday, oh, no. but See, by I Friday, got... we're having a good well, time. What happened, what, what happened was when I was growing up, it was like Methodist and it was like Wesleyan and those don't count. Those aren't real denominations. But when you get, when you get to the Baptist shit, that was my, um, my mom married into that and that little podunk town's church was all like a 90 year old up there hellfire preaching about um that was everything was like jesus loves you but we ain't gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about how if there's any it's like these fuckers have gone here they're 
like 80 and 90 years old. They've gone here their entire lives. They've heard every sermon. They raise their hand at every little word you say. I think they're saved, but no, <laughs> it's still like got him off to like preach about hell, fire, and damnation. It's like it get, they love it. They fucking love it. And it's like, yeah. It's like the day that you decide to like disinvangicalize your mind will be the best day of your life, I think. Yeah. But it's it was hard a to good change. several years for me. Yeah. Like there was, a, it was a whole process. It is. You have yeah. to, like, oh God, yeah. Unbrainwash yourself. You have to, like, and there's still, like, what if I'm wrong feelings in the beginning? And you're like, uh huh. Yeah. I don't actually care if I'm wrong because at this point, I'd rather take that. I'm actually going to hell in all of these scenarios. So this is actually better <laughs> for me. This is better yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, that that's hard here. And to break away from that. And even now, like, like, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm super successful, but you know, I like put myself through school, um, got to where I am, have you know, had issues, but done well on my own and had like differences in the family with, with things. And, you know, it's like my family sees that, but it's like the one part they like wonder, I think about, and it's like, but why though? I'm not saying that you're wrong and I'm right, but also like, why do you think I like, do you not think I'm fine as I am? You know what I mean? Um, that shows almost a little bit of privilege that I think a lot of people don't get is because we never, a lot of people never get that moment of what if I'm not wrong? Right. A lot of people go their entire lives thinking I'm wrong and I'm going to suffer my consequences, but I'm still wrong. And that's a terrible way to live. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was most of mine, you know, and yeah, there's some people that still deal with it. So it it can be rough and yeah, there's a lot of horror stories to come out of that. Um, uh, it's almost like you could write a whole podcast. You almost yeah. could. Yeah. Right. But um, it's almost like you could find three other people and do an amazing <laughs> podcast. And, you know, I am fortunate enough that I can actually talk to my family about certain stuff and, you know, have a disagreement, but not be disowned, but like not understood but you know that's not the same for a lot of people around here and it's just yeah you know it's such a community when you think of Appalachia as a whole it's like I'm fucking on your side but you get so mad at some of these people where it's like I'm not your enemy like yeah they're your enemy why are you like licking their boots like fucking quit right um, <laughs> yeah you forget yourself <laughs> you forget your roots right most of the thing we like to say bootlicker bootleggers not bootlickers yeah i mean like yeah that kills me you know like it's like when you know there was uh uh there was a time during like the depression when bankers would come and like try and repossess a farm like the entire town would show up just like armed to the teeth like i fucking dare you you know 100 percent, yeah and and they would like you know scooch on out of town and now it's like well, we better give them their tax cuts. And if we do, maybe they'll get new vending machines in the break room this year. Right. I don't know. There's the right. only maybe way I'll that's going to happen. For yeah. half a million dollars instead of three quarters of a million dollars. I know, right? Yeah. It's the ones that's like, oh, you're wearing your mask. You're such a sheep to the government. And then it's like, well, they wouldn't have got shot if they listened to the police officer. 
<laughs> like you can't be yeah. both. Yes. You can't, can. you can't be on both sides. But yeah. um, I mean, you can, but you can't do that and still be right-ish. Right. Because nobody's actually right. Yeah. Which, well, we've had a very like heavy, which is fine because that's where we're from. That's what we, what's we're doing. Um, we're going to try to have Apod Latch on uh, in the in the next. So it's nice to, to talk yeah. to all of you. Oh, that's where we found you guys. Apod um, Latch. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget was on Apod Latcha. Oh. Okay, okay, I can't say that fucking name either. I, I want to say Apod Latcha. I can't, it's I can't hard. make it's it work. There's, a, there's an entire, we have a blooper reel that came out and like there's a big chunk of it that was just me trying to talk about Bridget's appearance on the show. <laughs> and finally I was just like- Apalacha, Apalacha. Like, you can find Apod Latcha, Apod you can find them at like, right. as long as you don't uh, say Appalachia. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> don't. That's how you know where somebody's from real fucking quick. Yeah. Yeah. Did you learn about this in a book or did you learn about this in your life? I know we're so excited <laughs> when we were watching Finding Bigfoot. No, not Finding Bigfoot. What's the one? Expedition Bigfoot? Um, the more entertaining one. And they were like, oh, we're gonna be in a apple. I can't even say it wrong. Appalachia and we're like oh god I love that you're here and looking for Appalachian Bigfoots but it's killing me you're killing me every yeah. time. you're gonna have to go way up <laughs> past Pennsylvania to find him because he's not here he ain't down here no that's a wood booger down we here. ain't got him here yeah but um no we'll have to talk to them and that's like we're just you know going through all the uh, Appalachian podcasts um but I mean, you know, like with old gods and you guys and 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 them, it's like seeing these people do well and like the interest, even with people we um, talk to online that are fans of ours that don't live from here saying like, oh my God, I've always wanted to go there. I've always wanted to do this. And it's like, it's cool. But at the same time where it's like, <laughs> man, I feel like I want to take all of the people who have recently developed this enamorment with Appalachian culture and be like, okay, let's go see it. Let's drive through the Cherokee Indian Reservation. Let's go look at the casino because you're going to have to go through 45 miles of absolute destitute poverty that's going to make you feel real uncomfortable. And now, yes, then go put yeah. all of your dollars into the machine. So yeah, it's rough, especially when you see like, like, I don't even understand how this like little trailer is still standing, but they've got like a hundred Trump flags. It's like, yeah. that's not. Well, they're holding it up, you know. That's yeah, well, yeah, they're holding it up. It's low and bearing. Like... Those, are, those are load bearing flagpoles. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it's like. They are load bearing the wrong <laughs> fucking load. You, yeah, you go through the right, like, you know, not the fancy highways, but you go the right way and it's like some of the poorest shit you've ever seen and you're like look at that abandoned oh no somebody's living there yeah somebody's living in yeah. that trailer from a tractor trailer their step is a five gallon bucket and they're burning coal inside their house uh-huh yeah and yeah there's no you know so it's like it's but a go ahead and, and pull that slot go ahead and do that <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that's there's so much here that's like well I mean, that's got great. dark yeah, it's great. It got dark. It always gets dark when we talk about Appalachia because there's so much good, but you can't just cover it up. You know what I mean? Like you have to, yeah. like this is a region that's famously been, you know, 
shit upon and taken advantage of exploited to the absolute yes. marrow of its soul and just run into the ground i mean to the fact that like there's some stuff like even today that you look at and you think oh fuck i didn't even realize that and now i know like what it spawned from um and you know we're learning like whether it's like watching a television show or something and you're like oh yeah and then you get real pissed off and you're like yeah, let's start like this whole like Appalachian revolution. And then half the people are like, nah, we're good. Probably more than half. Yeah. It's like, no, you just from the city or you're, you, you're talking crazy. That's why I'm real happy to sound like this. Right. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, you know, it's a very resourceful people and a very like proud and strong people. And it's just, it's hard to see some of that come through here too. Like that, that brainwashing shit. And I mean, of course the evangelicalism has always been there. Um, and you can't remove that from it, but like this yeah. right-wing bullshit and all this stuff of like being uh, subservient to a police state where it's like, Jesus Christ, like. I've got to tell you, like, not to, not to, you know, shamelessly plug it, but you guys, it sounds like you guys would love Olive Hill. Like it takes place in. I mean, in, we're going to uh, listen. Well, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> do do plug Olive Hill. Right. We'll have them well, on. <laughs> Can I give you? I <laughs> will have them on. Um, um, oh yeah. Okay, so I can give you the pitch that we used for it. Um, it's the summer of two thousand one, between uh, senior year of high school and freshman year of college. I hate it. Two girls. Stop looking at me. <laughs> two girls on opposite sides of town in the dead of night, both stop what they're doing, walk into the forest. And are never seen again. Oh fuck! They're so lucky. <laughs> well, first off, like, how do you do? How do I? How do I do that? Um, right. So now, uh, is there an instruction day, guy? A journalist who is also from that town is going back home to investigate that summer. So, dude, I love the way I that hate it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we did the whole missing people thing, like that shit probably freaks me out more than anything it's like alien abductions that's cool um bigfoot, bigfoot H-U, that's cool ghosts chupacabras mothman all this shit but when you start talking about like people that disappear under weird like like that shit freaks me out but also like how can i get in on that right like how much does it cost <laughs> is there a I'm, package yeah right. uh is it a timeshare can we get a family plan <laughs> But no, we'll have to check out Olive Hill because that sounds amazing. Um, but we appreciate you coming on, Ian, and talking about yes. your podcast. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, I appreciate you guys and it's, having us. It's a new exciting, um, it's a new exciting thing to listen to because I don't. My library is full. My Apple Podcast library is full of things that I have to get through, and sometimes you need a like a good like fiction break from talking talk things. Well, we definitely. Have- weird um obsession with productivity i think like this whole like capitalism culture where everything has to mean something it has to equal something and sometimes it doesn't sometimes it equals nothing sometimes it equals this is i agree yeah it just equals a good time right and this is like the perfect podcast to start because it's good it's scary and it's unsettling and it's well done so uh if you would tell all of our listener 
where to find um no i'm kidding um, if you would repeat that back to me please um if you'll if you'll we'll post these later in the show notes but uh if you'll tell us where to find you guys and um all that good stuff yeah we're on uh anywhere you listen to podcasts it's gonna be um 13 uh all spelled out not the numbers yeah don't look don't um, go into itunes and start plugging in one and three you're not going to find anything yeah you won't find well you'll probably find a ton of stuff but it won't be us right um i didn't do that you'll find it uh 13 all spelled out anywhere you listen to podcasts um we're on all the social media stuff um either pod 13 or 13 pod depending on whether or not it was taken um and uh website is 13podcast.com well, that sounds good. Uh, do you do you have any of your personal stuff you want to plug, or you're good? You're an introvert. I'm good. You're I'm good. good on, yeah, exactly. Okay. Introvert. Like, give you a chance. My, I put my I put my soul into the show. You can find it there. I don't. Um, I don't want. Um. I don't want the rest of the crew getting like, like you know, they didn't come on and talk to us. So if we can give you a side hustle, but no, that's good too. You don't need yeah, all. The- no. They, they can they can plug their stuff on their on their appearances yeah we don't need these tens of people coming to your personal facebook and that's right <laughs> um but no like we we do have we have a great team like um brooke liz and bridget are the are absolute best people to work with i love them to death we've become very very close friends and um i wouldn't really want to i wouldn't want to create without them and yeah they're yeah, they're yeah. amazing if you I'm ever need so a, glad you found your people. people. If you yeah. have a voice actor to come on that sounds like she's from Lincolnton, North Carolina, we got we know somebody. I okay. might know. <laughs> I might know her. Just you might know her. I might know her. Don't you and uh, you and Bridget can do an episode together. You can um, because like I mean, y'all do sound pretty close. <laughs> I'll take it so, a compliment. It is a compliment. Yeah, it is. That is a compliment. You know, y'all could be in an episode together. Or like, oh my god, I love Tamara's accent. I love her voice and all this and that. And it's like, you know who says that about me? Nobody. <laughs> if y'all ever heard me talk to my family after I've been with them for a couple of hours, you would be like, does she know English at all? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that if you ever get really tired of doing what you do that you should do uh meditations you should do like guided meditations where it'd be like yeah go into your brain what is the scariest thing you can find we'll look at it stay with it have a good talk with it (laughs) you would do it so much you do it so much better (laughs) like um those shadow work guided meditations where you uh, end your meditation you're like nope 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 and here we're gonna find a happy little demon yeah this is that you absolutely hate let's take a look at that a meditation podcast for your when you have free time you know (laughs) take it from me two podcasts easy easy so easy oh easy peasy right yeah and then add a whole job and a whole like family career. Blech. Yeah. Blech. I was like, you know, this zero whole, of 10 recommend. I was like, this whole once a yeah. month thing sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but it involves a team. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't. Weekly would be really hard. <laughs> I know. I mean, you would sacrifice yeah. so much, even bi weekly. Oh. I mean, look at us. 
Yeah. Right. Um, but no, we appreciate your time and we appreciate um, you coming on and telling us about your amazing podcast and um, your bourbons, your delicious bourbons. Um, your history, your story, your process. Yes. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.